Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the inaugural, the very first episode of Talking Tech at SCH Academy. My name is Mr. Yu, and you know I have we, we I should say have quite a monumental task in front of us here with this podcast, and I can't do it alone. So I have Mr. C here to help me out. Mr. C, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well. Pretty excited. A little nervous. First podcast we're launching, so hope it's uh worth a listen. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, the idea behind this podcast, when we first started to talk about it, I was speaking with Mr. DiDonato and he was he was talking to me about like what we could do about possibly sending out another tech newsletter. And I thought to myself, I'm like, you know, I already have so many emails as it is. I really don't want to, to be responsible for sending out another email to somebody that is just going to get lost in the shuffle because we all have so much stuff going on. I thought, you know, what if we did a podcast because people spend so much time walking either from like one campus to another or riding in the car or the bus or something like that. And I'm like, if we can maybe reach out to them through a podcast, you know, maybe I can get you for like a couple minutes here and a couple minutes there. And we can talk about some of the things that are going on in the world of tech uh, here at SCH. So my idea was is that this show is probably anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, it comes out like once a month. And we can talk about the things that are going on here in the tech department and also maybe some of the questions that you might have. And if you have any questions and you want to submit them to the show for us to talk about and possibly research, send an email over to tech at sch.org and that's also going to be the place you want to go to you know if you have a problem uh like techno technology wise uh, that's the best place to reach out to us because it goes to both mr c and myself mr U, uh as well as everybody on the tech team it goes to one place so if one of us isn't here one day that's how you can get us so we have a few different topics here to go through and the first one i think we're going to start off with is going to be uh, adobe flash and for years, Adobe Flash, decades, I think even, uh, Adobe Flash was a plugin that displays different types of content on the web, mostly like games, videos, uh, and things like that, even like little apps here and there. Uh, but basically, long story short, is that it's been kind of, I guess, um, removed uh, by Adobe. It's no longer supported. So it's not something uh, that you're going to be able to use anymore. By this point, when you're listening to this show, it's already gone. Uh, but just to give you a little bit of background information before we move on to the next topic, I have a small couple little uh, paragraph statement here uh, that I'm going to read to you guys just so you know like kind of what happened to it. For many years, Adobe, by way of their Flash Player plugin, helped bring interactivity and creative content to the web and apps. Recently, with the advancement of web browsers and open standards, many of the capabilities and functionalities that plugins pioneered have become a viable alternative for content. Given this progress, and in collaboration with several of Adobe tech, Adobe's technological partners, including Apple, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and Mozilla, Adobe stopped updating and distributing the Flash Player at the end of 2020 and encourages content creators to migrate any existing Flash content to these new open formats. In addition, they have built into recent versions of their plugin a feature that dismantles the app, leaving it inoperative as of January 12th, 2021. With this, to mitigate any security risks of having an old, unpatched plugin in our systems, we have begun to script the uninstall of this plugin from all SCH computers. If you have websites that you rely on that are Flash-based technologies, please look for alternatives as these will no longer function and there are no workarounds. Uh, please visit the Adobe 
end of life information at the link uh, below. And we'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, so basically, we sent that email a couple weeks ago. Uh, but and just in case you haven't had a chance to read it, because email is uh, a little crazy. That's the that, that's like the be all and end all for flash. I do want to mention, though, if you do come across a website that is telling you that you need to download Adobe Flash, most likely it's not true. So please do not hit that download link because essentially what's going to happen is another program is going to take over your computer. Your Chrome browser is going to start acting crazy. It's going to open up Yahoo instead of Google. A lot of issues will come of it. So if you do come across a website, please, please, please do not hit download. Absolutely. And some of those things look like they look pretty legitimate. It, it, like you'd be surprised sometimes, uh, depending on how good they look, you, you, you might you might question it. But like like Mr. C said, if it, if it asks you about it, like there is there is no more such thing. It does not it does not exist. Uh, so uh, do not do not worry about that. Um, we also had a little bit of an issue with kind of like an extended login time uh, last month, Mr. C, if you want to touch on that real quick. Uh, yeah, so we did have an issue uh, where you would go to sign in is happening off campus most of the time. Um, if you're still experiencing this, please let us know. Uh, we can fix this by getting your computer re-enrolled into our management software. Um, for the most part, it has been corrected, uh, so you shouldn't see it when you're at home. Uh, however, on campus, if you are on the guest network, you will still come across this issue. Uh, the biggest takeaway that it takes about five minutes to sign in. Um, just double check by hitting the Wi-Fi icon. Make sure you're on SCH rather than SCH guest. The guest network is a very limited uh, network, so you'll have issues with connecting to the printer uh, or even just getting to some YouTube links, things like that for class. Um, so just make sure you're checking out what network you're on if you experience it. Another little tip as well, um, you can help with changing your login. Some people decided to, to make it longer before passwords required. Uh, in order to do that, you can go to your system preferences by hitting the Apple logo at the top left, going down to system preferences, go to security and privacy, which should be on your second row to your right, kind of has like a house with a little lock on it. And then uh, under general, um, there's four little um, things at the top, general, file vault, firewall, and privacy. Just make sure you have general selected, which is the very first one. And there is a little checkbox um, that says require password immediately at the drop-down menu after sleep or screen saver begins. Go ahead and click that drop-down menu and you can go up to eight hours. Um, I wouldn't recommend eight hours, but you can change it from immediately to like five minutes or so. Just in case your computer does go to sleep, you don't have, you can just go ahead and hit sign in rather than having to type your password uh, every 30 seconds. A little nice little tip for security. Again, just make sure that you are checking your network if you are seeing that delayed login. And if you're still seeing the issue at home, uh, just send us an email and we'll make sure we get that fixed for you. Yeah, if there's a website you can't get to or you can't access the printer, like you said, chances are you're on that SDH guest network and you can't really... Um, you can't really stop like you can stop yourself from joining it if you just well one don't join it uh, but if it seems like you are kind of consistently joining it if you go to the apple logo and you go into system preferences and you go over into the network tab which is in like the third row it's this little globe icon and then you click on the Wi-Fi section and choose advanced, you'll actually see a list of all the networks that you've connected to. And you can find SCH guest on there. You can click the minus sign, you can hit okay, and then you can click apply. 
And then that way, uh, it'll hopefully prevent your computer from connecting to Guest again. You can still manually connect to it. I just strong, we just strongly advise that you don't because as a, either an employee or a student here at SCH, the Guest Network is really just going to cause you more harm than good because it's going to prevent you from doing most of the stuff uh, that, that you want to do. So it's really just something to, to keep an eye on. And speaking of things to keep an eye on, we use Google Meet so much here at school, uh, and we've been seeing like an increase in the amount of people who are having an issue when it comes to either being heard uh, with the microphone or actually being able to hear other people themselves. Uh, same thing goes with the camera. Like I hear people saying that people can't see me, and I just wanted to quickly review a couple of the places that you can go to uh, when you're in Meet in order to check that. They actually, it's kind of crazy because they give you three places to look. Um, the most obvious one is going to be in the bottom right hand when you're in Google Meet. There's these three dots that you can click on and you click on them and then you go into the settings section, which is this little gear. And then once you're in there, there's a section for both audio and video. And audio, of course, should be normally your regular speakers for the computer. And they even give you a test button that you can click right there. And then there's a video section where you can go ahead and choose your camera. Uh, so you want to make sure that your webcam is chosen. And that's, that's like the basic section. But then up in the address bar, there's another one. There should be a little padlock over to the left that'll actually say what Google Chrome has permission to use. And right at the top of that list is going to be a camera and a microphone. And you want to make sure both of those say allow, because if they don't, you're going to run into problems. And then at the end of that address bar on the right-hand side of it, there's a little camera icon. If you click on that, you want to make sure it says continue allowing, uh, and it'll say like the, the address for meet to access your camera and microphone. You want to make sure that says continue allowing and not always block. And then the last thing that you want to check is make sure that Google Chrome is updated. The easiest way to do that is just to go to Chrome about Google Chrome, and you'll notice that it'll start to spin around and check for an update, and then you can run your update. Uh, there are definitely some instances where if your version of Chrome isn't up to date, a few different features won't work, one of them including uh, Google Meet. So there's a few places you want to check. I'm going to link to a video that shows these places and where they are uh, in the in the show notes here so you can go and check so you don't have to worry about trying to follow along with me as I, as I stumble my way through explaining it. And Mr. C, you, you told me the other day of like a new way that you can go and you can actually test this before you join the Meet. Is that right? That's correct. So right before you actually join the Meet, you would see a little preview uh, of yourself with on your camera. Underneath that preview, there's going to be like a, a test audio and video. If you go ahead and click that, you can actually um, test like a five second video of yourself talking to make sure you can not only see yourself, but you can also hear yourself. Uh, so that definitely it may be worth the 30 seconds to take time to double check that you're able to be seen and heard before you join your classroom. Uh, some other things I want to mention as well is uh, extensions can also play a part in having some of these issues with Chrome. So if you look to the top right, uh, corner of Chrome right next to the address bar. You'll see three little dots. Go ahead and click that. Go down to more tools and then you'll see a, a, um, a pop-up menu that has extensions in there. If you go ahead and click that, that'll give you a list of all your extensions. Uh, a lot of these are third-party um, that will have like a visualizer for Google Meet or like grid view for Google Meet. Uh, over time, these become problematic for Google Meet and it's causing freezing. It causes your camera not to work. Uh, so if you go ahead and if you have any of those downloaded, go ahead and remove them. Um, there's a lot of new features within Google Meet that you don't even need these third-party extensions because it's all embedded inside the Meet features now. Uh, another thing I would like to mention as well is that if you're in the heat of a moment, like you're in the middle of class and you're having problems, 
don't forget to open up Safari. Um, it's a good troubleshooting step to make sure that your laptop's not having a problem. Uh, open up Safari, just copy that Google Meet link from Chrome into Safari, and nine out of 10 times, you should be able to join without any issues. Obviously, if your computer is actually having a problem, uh, you would have the same issues across both Chrome and Safari. And that also is a good troubleshooting step for us uh, when you do reach out for uh, tech support to let us know that you did try both and they're still having issues. Awesome. Awesome. Those are all all great tips. And if for some reason you try those out and you still can't get them working, by all means, send us an email over at tech at sch.org and uh, we'll do our best to get back to you as quickly as possible so that we can get that resolved for you. Uh, so there you go. We talked about Adobe Flash, uh, the login issue that we had here at, uh, at SCH last month, and then also some Google Meet tips and tricks and things to look out for. Uh, the idea behind this show is we hit a few different topics every month just to give like an overall view of what's going on in the tech community here at school. And then also like if you have questions or things you want us to possibly research and maybe talk about, send us an email over at tech.sch.org. And by all means, share the link to the show with people here at SCH. We want as many people as possible to be able to hear it so they can understand a little bit more about technology here at at the school. And that's so we can get better at providing the stuff that you want to know about. Uh, thank you, Mr. C, for joining me on this interesting uh, podcast. Uh, and uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. I, we will see you guys here next month. All right, thanks for listening, guys.